0: everybody I'm Chad Eckert and that's Eric Martins and this is the fantasy golf pod follow us on Twitter at fantasy golf Pod and find us on iTunes or YouTube every Tuesday Cr-crackin beers and clicking uh, clicking clickin
1: names
0: cheers to that cheers to being here in 2020 but the 2021 season, and our we've already got a major. Boom, just like that. Boom. 2021, and we're playing the 2020 U.S. Open, which has not been played outside of June since the 30s.
1: That's crazy.
0: And here we are. If you're new here, great, perfect. We love that. We're not your typical touts. In fact, we're uh, what we call hashtag not experts because we're just friends. Talking golf in the garage. (laughs) Boom. We chat each and every Tuesday night about DraftKings pricing for the PGA. We discuss ownership, pivots, chalk, sleepers, fades, values, clicks, names, reasons. To try to uncover some answers to the tests every week. (laughs) we also try to do our best to provide value this is it we're podcast customers and consumers just like you we try to produce content that we think you and us we would appreciate consuming ourselves so that's what we're doing we do our best to do that provide value each week i put in a lot of hours ask my wife she's not happy about it but anyway We provide value by tweeting things. Like I mentioned, we're at Fantasy Golf Pod, and I tweeted a spreadsheet just recently that our friend, Eric Darbo, Sweet Spot DFS, and I have put together. It's a pretty good spreadsheet. It's got everything necessary to help you have a successful week at PGA DFS. What we want to do is we want to succeed. So go check that out, Fantasy Golf Pod podcast uh, Twitter page. You can find it there. Find it on my Twitter, at Edina Real Chi. Anything more to say?
1: No, we'll do our best to provide the answers to the unanswerable here.
0: Well, if you're questioning a player, I wrote a comment on every single player. So that may be value to you. That's typically what we do each week. Say the names, get to the reasons, provide the value. We get to the reasons and the names as fast as possible. Because, dude, that's what we like when we listen to pods is them not talking about last week, like we care about what happened in their listener leagues and all the crap that they always start pods with. No, we just get right to the names. Should we do that? Should we get to the names? (laughs) Or, Eric, should we start actually (laughs) with strategy? (laughs) Because uh, we could do that for a minute, I suppose. I've been talking to you. We texted back and forth about how to be uh, fluid, how to be better at DFS. And I think being rigid, Clicking the 21 names, I've been doing that, playing in 21 ki- contests on DraftKings, the short game, a dollar each lineup, and then our league. So I got 21 names, 21 lineups, 21 players, and I've been doing that. I tried 24 for a minute. It doesn't really matter. Ultimately, I don't like, I truly don't think it's the best strategy anymore. Uh, it is helpful to wean down and make yourself disciplined, but I think it's, you gotta be fluid. You gotta be treat each week independently. How, is that what else have we been texting and talking a little more than people know?
1: Well, you say treat each week independently, which kind of goes against what we, were t- what we were talking about with the idea that, you know, I always take the top price golf, right? That's my thing. I can't fade Dustin Johnson this week. I couldn't fade him the other weeks. So I think I, I uh, got off that theory for, for a week and it, and it, and it ruined me. So it's, so, you know, whatever you do, do it consistently week after week after week, you know, and if you can assess your results after a few months and say, well, this isn't working, then you change, but stick with something for a while and see how it goes. I like taking the top price golfer on certain weeks. It works well for me because that guy does really well, either wins or get top five or whatever. You know, we can talk about that with regards to this week, but yeah, I mean, whereas you fade.
0: Right. The top price guy. Usually. Uh, I have for over a year about now. So I think that that's like a strategy. Okay. But I, I also think it's consistently fluid is also, you could do that where, you know, this week, for example, I think you can use more players cause you don't know what's going to happen. The carnage is going to be there. You want placement points over birdies. So you really are looking for just random guy to spike in like this week's yes. hard to whittle down to 21 names and then have to focus six or seven lineups on one guy. I think having more names and having like five or four or five of each guy, it plays better this week than it typically does when I have a feeling about a guy and the price is right. And the drafting, I mean the drafting pricing this week is really tough. So that's another reason why you have to change based on what happens and what's presented to you. And we can talk Eric about not being a slave to stats because a lot of people in DFS and the content providing business, they're reliant on stats to give us something to talk about. I mean, it, it helps. You could look at what models show up in NFL or NBA. They show optimals. They give you like, – can sometimes actually provide answers. But that's not always the case with golf and with PGA. You can't really model things as easily, generate optimals as easily because there's nothing pushing you towards an answer as much
1: no and I don't know how deep we want to get into you know our theory on you know yeah stats give you a picture of what's happened in the past but there's just so much more that's going on with an individual golfer and why they might be successful from one week to another I mean like why why doesn't DJ win every week well obviously like you know things happen things change you know the course something in their personal life a tweak that they're not revealing you know we get injury updates from all these other sports we don't get shit for injury updates with golfers these guys are withdrawing and and all of a sudden it's oh because his back was hurting that wasn't known what are the beat where are the beat reporters reporting this shit so the variance extends far beyond just the statistical shit this is such an individualized sport compared to these team sports that are uh you know so uh, clear about what's going on with their with their athletes. So yeah, it's and it's just... a
0: different course, different grass type on the NBA. It's the same size court, same length three pointer. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so it's really easy to quantify over a long period of time. Like how does someone do? That's why understanding ownership is really important, especially in PGA DFS. It's kind of like that's the edge. That's why we talk about that, and that's why we wait till Tuesday to get a sentiment of the industry, and then make our pod do our predictions of the ownership projections using friends at fanshare sports and fantasy national. We use those sites maybe to help us. We also have an idea in our guts. Hey, listen, okay. We have a bunch of pods on the YouTube page that can give you stuff on strategy and why uh, ownership matters, why contest selection is important and all building and uh, you know, all of those little things. We don't need to do that right now. We're done talking about it.
1: We'll talk about it as we get in the names.
0: Okay. Now, usually, I share the screen and show the tippity-tip-top is Dustin Johnson at 11,500. It's a familiar spot for DJ, as he has, for the last four starts, produced a T2 at the PGA. He won the Northern Trust. He was T2 at the BMW, and then he won the Tour Championship. T2 win. T2 at a playoff then went <laughs> <Like>, unbelievable <laughs> first time actually since tiger woods in 1999 eric to hold the 54 hole lead or co-lead in four consecutive tour starts wow that's crazy I, I although it. there's an asterisk to that because the tour championship i don't think he was technically the 54 hole leader it was stroke play xander oh. but whatever doesn't matter eric you said you're taking the top price golfer and the top ranked golfer in the world Dustin Johnson at $11,500, you seem to be able to fit that to your builds. I could not, so I am not using Dustin.
1: Well, I think with the – you said this is going to be a carnage week. I mean, the, the guys that you we – we do this week in and week out. Oh, look at all these great plays and great builds that you're, we're going to be able to make. But I, I think at the, a course like this with the rough, the way it's looking, good players are going to get fucked randomly right, by exactly a couple that. of bad shots and then they're going to be out of it. And I just think that the, the variance is so much that you can reach down in the six game. I've got a lot of names and reasons just because that's okay. It's each week. You got to take eleven five DJ, you're going to have to reach. And so I need to find names down there. And, and, and I think that this is a week where you can accept the fact that some random is going to make it in and 60 players plus ties. I mean, mm-hmm. this is a tough week for six of six obvious I things i think so well i mean yeah you said well okay go ahead why is it not obvious well
0: i mean i have a i had a point for, about this later where <laughs> okay basically there's 50 or so people that don't that shouldn't exist in this tournament i mean there's 90 in the 6k reign and 50 of them are bad so you wouldn't even consider them so that basically brings it down to less than 100 players and you get 60 and ties through that's more than half the field so I don't think that's true. I think that's bullshit. I'm not scared of the six of six percentage. It's gonna be fine. No, right. I think I think you're gonna be surprised. Why? How? It doesn't matter. If the chalk gets fucked, then yeah, it'll be low. But that's all it is. It's every week. It's the same.
1: Every week's the same.
0: <laughs> and okay, DJ, fifteen percent projected ownership from my calculations, and you can find projected ownership on the spreadsheet that Sweet Spot DFS and I have created go check out ownership projections from me I've been doing ownership for like what over two years every week I send them to you yeah how I, I'm pretty close I I honestly don't even check once once we get going. <laughs> <laughs> no I know I but hey I audit myself I tweet things out every week I, I look to see if I got the right answers to the tests that's what we do This is all I do all right the most popular play above $10,000 is 10100 Xander Shoffley. He's actually flirting with Chuck of the Week because he's 22% projected ownership. $10,100 is a great price for Xander, and he's a Mr. U.S. Open. So, play him, even though he's Chuck of the Week.
1: He's Mr. U.S. Open. I, I, I mean, you know I'm attracted to Chuck. Yeah, you got to play him. He's yeah. due.
0: No, that's what I feel like. I feel like... Start your lines with JT and Xander and then work your way around different ranges there. So I'm going to do a lot of those builds with say Z- J- JT and Xander starts. The best pivot above $10,000 is Rory McElroy is only coming in at 13% ownership. He's $1,000 less than DJ and nobody wants him still. Why is that, Eric?
1: Well, he was – are... yeah, no, he – Boy, he, I mean, he—he's actually not playing as bad as he had been. He's actually trending right. in a direction that I like yeah. to see. I mean, you know, an eighth at a tour championship—that's—that's uh, that's basically you know in the top third of the you know of a. And he also maybe. got a boost. And he got the boost, right? So, oh, man. so that—that's you know. So you got to look
0: at the BMW where he was like T8 or something, or what was he T15? Well, 12th, 12th. 12th, yeah.
1: But again, a no cut there as well. So.
0: But, dude, okay, so he's – have you seen his Wikipedia page lately?
1: I haven't, I haven't checked it in a while.
0: Well, I'm a big <laughs> Wikipedia guy. I do a lot of Googling of golfers, and I look at things for content purposes. And um, that Wikipedia page for Rory McIlroy will show you he has won 18 times on tour. And mm-hmm. his lowest score to par of a win ever is in 2012. Minus 12. That was his lowest score to par. We're projecting an even or really maybe over par winner for this U.S. Open. So then an 18-tour wins, he's only won when he's had minus 12 or lower. Wow. Yeah, that's... So he doesn't like these like par fests. Right. And Eric, further than that, he has 14 euro wins, and it's also minus 12. He did it twice, so... Minus 12 is like what the score needs to be, if not worse, you know, or better or whatever they, you know, minus 22. It's Rory world. But even that's a reason to get off. Maybe. That is a reason to get off. He could get, you could get off of him because he's a new dad. Everyone's saying, Oh, this is dad world or uh baby swag. Like he and yeah. Thomas Peters <laughs> are going to have this. It's like, wait, what? Wh- whoever's writing those articles do does not have children. And has not <laughs> had a baby recently. I no. have a baby in December, Eric. And it, it's it's ruinous, like to my golf game, to everything. Like, well, so yeah. are you thinking that it's going to help his golf somehow? Why? How? Because he's going to think about his daughter. Like that's going to distract him, if anything. So, give me a break. I don't I don't yeah. buy that. So the new dad narrative, I'm like off of that.
1: Right. Why do you think that Tiger was so happy when he won the Masters? Because his kids were older and could appreciate it. A baby doesn't give a fuck if you win win a major. A baby doesn't care about you at all. In fact, they hate you.
0: That's correct. They for can- months and
1: months. I yes. might,
0: mine's nine yeah. months old. It barely like cares about me.
1: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I I've never understood the baby swag uh, narrative that I've heard just – said for years it just could be a content thing that people like to say because it's funny but in, in reality no uh, a baby being born is a detriment so i'm going to completely exactly. fade rory and i didn't know about thomas peters until you had mentioned that other day i'm not going to click thomas peters either then because that fucking sucks that they just had babies
0: yeah i know don't do that do the 9K range, though, my goodness. Let's check it out. It starts with Bryson DeChambeau. You got Webb Simpson, Patrick Cantlay, Danny Berger, Tony Finau, and Hideki Matsuyama. Eric, here we go. The 10K names are typically more popular than the 9K names, but uh, I don't know. What's your, What's your feeling on the overall ownership?
1: Still still feels like it's gonna be a little spread. I would expect Web to be the most popular name in this You're country. right,
0: actually. <laughs> Web, it comes I, in at it. 17% owned. It's the most popular in the 9k range, and then you got burger right underneath that, 16% projected ownership, and Phoenout, 15%. So uh, those are the popular names. The, don't fade these guys because they're popular like they're good plays whatever we've talked about this. this isn't where you pivot but if you wanted to add someone to your player pool if you're doing 20 lineups eric like we do you might want to add $9,900 Bryson DeChambeau he is not liked anymore <laughs> that's crazy I mean I thought we he's bad we're ready for Bryson at majors it was like that was the whole thing everybody was loving the Chance to bet Bryson at fourteen to one months ago at the U.S. Open. So what happened? What's changed? He's twenty two to one now. He's ninety nine hundred, and he does nobody's wanting him.
1: He's not. He's not playing well right now. I mean that. That scares people. Form. Form is, is a big thing, but we 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 know that form can turn around at a moment's notice. What has Bryson been doing the last couple of weeks since you know shitting the bed at the Tour Championship, getting twenty second or whatever? He couldn't putt. Okay, 50th at that BMW, missing the cut at the Northern Trust after getting fourth at the
0: PGA. Who who knows? Maybe I, he could gear up here and, and do something. Dude, this is what happens, though, is, like, I start to come around to guys like Bryson, which on Monday I was fading full fat fade, but he's so low-owned. And by, you know, Wednesday, you talk yourself into this. That's why you might want to make or decide things earlier in the week before you get swayed to pick bad names like Bryson. And I'm, like, going to think about Spieth, too. Because he's like <laughs> 0% on. So, oh I mean, I don't know. But yeah, no one wants him, which that's why you like it. And you know why you also like Beefy Bryson is because he can hack that stuff right out of the cabbage. Additionally, <laughs> about Bryson at 9,900 is that he can fly over those small, typical landing areas and maybe find other openings that others can't. Sure, yeah. And facts are facts, Eric. Facts are being retweeted by Josh Bennett, our guy just swish. Someone has a chart that shows, obviously, that the further you are away in the rough, the more strokes you bleed to the to the field. So we want your guy to, if he has to be in the rough, be closer to the green in the rough because you're going to be better if you're closer. And that's what's going to happen is everyone's going to go in on the Cheses and the Todd's. They're going to find the rough right next to the bunker at 240 out, whereas Bryce is going to be 200 out. Big difference, hacking a five iron from two hundred, or trying to get a you know hybrid or the ball on. A hybrid. But whatever, maybe I'll <laughs> add Bryce into my player pool because I'm expanding it this week, so I might have thirty names. Maybe I should expand it to Cantlay or Hideki. They're both around twelve percent projected ownership. Is that enough or low enough to get you to click on Cantlay?
1: Well, we miss the days when you could you know take a Hideki or Cantlay. In the form that they're in, in the under 10% range. I was thinking about this looking back at some random lineups that had won, you know, the Millionaire Maker, and you're looking at guys like Hideki, world class players that weren't just weren't even wanted. But people are wise to the situation that all these names should be taken to a certain degree. So that sucks. But the 10 to 12%, that's still a now in in 2020 is still I think a good percentage. That's a low mm-hmm. owned percentage. It's not a chalk percentage. It's a fine percentage. Mm-hmm. People people don't think that Cantley or Herdecky are going to win, but they don't want to miss out on either. So it's just that balance of you know we're not reaching 20 percent, but we're still you know in there. So yeah, I mean Cantley. I don't know. There, there's some Cantley perplexes me. Why hasn't he been good recently?
0: I don't know. It just this seems right. like the perfect situation for Cantley, right? You're right comes in kind of like under the radar where typically he's one of the betting favorites. Right. That's kind of like Fowler too in the next range where you're just like, Hmm. Oh yeah, no, not, not going to happen this time. And then what do they do? They always pop like, cause right. it's major. And they get to the major, they look around and they're like, Oh, this is why I play golf. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's for the majors instead of these dumb rocket mortgage things. Mm-hmm. All right. So here we go in the eight K range. We go to the Top of the range is Tommy Fleetwood at $8,900. Can you believe that? That's crazy. And then you got Jason Day, Adam Scott, Tiger Woods, Patrick Reed, R- Justin Rose, Ricky Fowler, to your Latin, Hovland, Fitzpatrick, Eric. The first few names, Day, Scott, Woods, Rose, Fowler, Reed. These are what? Historically good. <laughs> and you know what, Eric? They're not wanted. This is like, bing, 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 to the GPP arcade. You go. Like, let's go. Let's take these names. Let's throw them into a couple lineups. They're the one guy that's going to make you better or worse. But that's that's the gamble. You got to go with some of these low on names. But first, let's talk about the popular ones. Maybe you pepper the entire range because nobody's using it. I feel like everybody's going up with the 10s and the 9s. They've doubled up. And the nines, and then they're skipping to the sevens, and they're doing that, and they're not using the eight K range. But we know Eric on these tougher fields in the majors, you want to get the balanced builds. You want to you know consolidate towards the center of the price ranges, and let's use these people. And even Tyrell Hatton is coming in at like eighteen percent. So what, Tyrell Hatton? I guess if you are going to fade anybody, you could get away with fading Hatton as a you know ownership pivot play fade but also Patrick Reed too damn Patrick Reed I thought everyone hated Patrick Reed but he is like right there with Hatton as one of the most popular names what are you gonna do with are you gonna APPR if he's popular I think you have to right because he's you gotta always play him
1: well you gotta always play him that's why we call him APPR and then Tyrrell Hatton at 8100 is obviously why he's A popular name and that is tremendous value for the type of play that we're seeing out of him so no don't fade Tyrell Hatton you fade no you don't fade a Tyrell Hatton who's playing good we're coming to a a hard course these euros they like this type of situation he was the first name I was attracted to and I mean I guess (laughs) that makes sense and then I looked at APPR and I was like hey it's gonna be hard APPR. So, I mean, I don't know The the chalk is in me for sure. It's
0: just, that's like 18%. I mean, that's two out of 10 lineups. Like who cares? Just still do that because they're good plays and they're cheap. Matt Fitzpatrick is down here. He's getting popularity. He's getting popular. Yeah. He's, he's been playing good. I know. I'm like Porter. good at hard course narrative is coming through with his finishes at the PGA and the, uh, Harding part or the, um, Whatever well PGA missed the Olympic cut, Hills right. or Olympia Hills. Oh. I think it was third or fourth. The BMW.
1: M- oh, BMW got six. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Six. It's not even that good. I don't know why people are all over it. So whatever. Fade that. That's what that. <laughs> do the pivots. Prepare yourself to pepper the pivots in the AK range, Eric, because Jason Day is eight percent. Adam Scott, ten percent. Tiger at seven, Rose at nine, Fowler at eight, Havlin even at ten. Oh my God! Someone, one of these names, is going to win someone a GPP. So you might as well use all of those names to some capacity, and you can use four of them out of twenty. I
1: hope everybody's playing twenty lineups. If you're doing one hundred fifty, this we're not the type, same type players, but. We played 20 lineups, so, you know, if you can double the field by taking only four shares and they all are bad, you know, you're not fully ruined and you have leverage <laughs> if, if if they're only 10% owned because you have 20% or maybe even 25%. You take five. Jason Day, what the fuck am I supposed to do here? Like, you got hey, off man. and I got on.
0: I'm getting back on. Ruined.
1: You're getting back on? Yeah.
0: <laughs> of course. It's a hard course. That's like what Jason Day lives for, dude.
1: Right. I mean he won the PGA championship and it was like minus twenty something. But yeah, no, I mean he yeah, he does it all. He's, he's in the POA. No, he doesn't
0: even do he does, like Rose and these guys, they don't Scott, they don't play the birdie fests. They don't go to the resort course courses. They're not trying to win the car dealership opens or the hotel opens, they're winning the freaking majors. And that's why you gotta go with the historically good names that are low owned. This is like the basics of let's go back. I'm looking the uh, history books of GPP strategy page one play historically good low owned names in majors. Literally that's I've written, I wrote that on page one of the strategy guide to myself <laughs> and they're all here.
1: So do yeah, it. this is good. This is, yeah. I mean, all of them tiger
0: 2 8,600, like why no tiger? What? I mean like you might not win, but what the hell? I mean, you top 10 easily
1: or 20 and that's still good. Right. That could be good enough like I'm telling you the so the builds the way you build is going to determine uh you know determine how you win basically. And I'm going to be doing the top heavy and the bottom heavy with a couple middles. I know you're going to do the more middle balanced. But just because yeah, you don't need an 8600 guy to win, but I might not need DJ to win either. He could get fifth. He could continue mm-hmm. on his hot streak, but I just find my way to the other guys you know, that were forced upon me because I took an 11,500 uh, DJ and I had to drop down to Tiger at 8.6. And then I, I couldn't take any of the guys in the 9K range and they all shit the bed. Like,
0: it's pure luck, obviously, but, you know. No, it, looking, that's why you balance build. That's why you go with 8Ks. Oh, because what happens is, down. no, the 6K guy is more likely to have a T50 than a T10, whereas an AK guy is way more likely to have the T10 than a T50. So just pepper your lineup with a bunch of AKs instead of ha- cuz the 9K and the 10K they have just as much of a chance as the AK guy straight up that's the truth. So if you're going to add 6Ks like a galore into your player pool and in your lineups then you're just taking on higher risk than you are skipping the 10K, risking not having them and just going with lower 9 8K. The- you know, Eric, what have you done for yours on this podcast? What have you done? You've just ignored my advice. You've ignored it. You've just said, whatever Chad's saying to me, he can't be saying anything good because why would he say something nice and good to me? I got to, you're like a t- my toddler. You just, whatever I say to you, no matter what, you're like, mm, I'm skeptical of whatever that is. So don't listen to me, Eric, and continue to lose at DFS. <laughs> that was,
1: oh, that was uh That was pretty scathing.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I struck a chord. I'm being so truthful. (laughs) All right, let's go to the 7K range. At the top of the range is Harris English. This should be 9K. My goodness. He's criminally low-owned, so therefore he's the most popular. And then you have Paul Casey? Cold (laughs) driving week? And you got Paul Casey at 7,900. That's insane. I mean... Gary Woodland, last year's champ. Wolf. Oh, my gosh. One of my favorites. Oh, I love this range. Louie, who stays in. You got Kisner. You got Speed. There's Sergio M. And Horschel. Neiman. Todd. And Bubba. And Phil. And Poulter. And Champ. And Stenson. And Kim. And Coocher, And Noren. And everybody's here. the (laughs) US Open. I I can see why. You could go to the nines. And you just pepper the nines. And then you go down here. And that's why the eights are ignored. So, uh, but, like I said. Harry English most owned and with good reason he's been playing amazing he's had 13 top 20s in the last 365 days 13 that's insane he's pretty good so I'll eat some chalk English I love when English is chalk actually because it tilts so many people because he doesn't fuck up so then (laughs) didn't play him get mad so that's kind of fun um also my guy at Matt Wolf is popular cuz of course he is he should be he's only 13% popular though so clearly not fadeable enough even at 77 that's i mean that's the value right there spoiler alert for later on in the value section of the podcast <laughs> uh Louis Stazen actually is going to be not low owned Louis he's going to be popular i've seen him like projected as the third highest in the 7k range and With good reason. He's Mr. U.S. Open. He has, other than DJ, the best record at U.S. Opens over the last five years, the most strokes gained total. So you can find stats like that and things like that to help you click names through fantasynational.com. Go sign up for that. But be cognizant of what you're looking at because it's (laughs) – But at the same time, Paul Casey, one of the greatest players of all time. I feel like this is the Masters a few years ago when everyone played him and then he screwed up. So, whatever. I still like him. Paul Paul. (laughs) And then Todd is also at about double-digit ownership. So, you got – who are the populars? Okay, Harry, Matt Wolf, Louis, uh, Paul, and Todd. Names. The next layer of ownership is going to answer M, Kisner, Woodland, Stenson, Lowry. Duh. Okay. Those are names. I mean, whatever. It's like seems obvious. What I, why am I telling you these things? It doesn't matter. What you need to you know about the least popular names of totally ignored are Danny Willett, Burned Weisberger, <laughs> Leishman, duh. And then Sedeker, duh. So they're terrible golfers now. <laughs> <laughs> so don't use them. Don't use Willett or Bird. I don't know. You can use Bird out of that list of names. No one wants. I have no idea how good Burned or how bad Burned will be. So, but I know Willett, Leash, and Sned's will be bad. So that's why no one likes them.
1: Can I give you a couple of low owned names?
0: Low owned Louis or low owned Lowry?
1: Well, low owned Lowry, yeah. He he's won't be low be- owned either. What?
0: Yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't believe it. It's like Lowry's there, Louie's there. I can't even say the low owned Louis or low owned Lowry because they're not low <laughs> owned anymore. God,
1: we can't say it. God, that's that's the most disappointing part is we can't say it.
0: <laughs> well, if you liked them both, then clearly others do. Donkey.
1: No, he's, Lowry's been playing bad. I thought it was a tremendous risk to take Lowry. No, because if you go
0: on in Fantasy National, Eric, and you search in their database by difficult courses, click over there, he comes up. You know what I did? I was like, what the hell? Why is he coming up? So I dug into it a little bit more. Dig, dig, dig. Well, <laughs> National is using the 2019 Canadian Open as a difficult course, and he was amazing there. Plus... That wasn't that difficult of a course. Rory won at minus 22, so it's skewing the numbers. Plus, <laughs> we know at the Open, uh, loaned Lowry was dominant. So, again, a difficult course is he's got a couple where he popped, and one of them wasn't a hard course. So then, like, is he good at hard? I don't know. So we're being fooled by past stats to predict future performance. It's not good. Right. Yeah. Okay, what other names?
1: Well, here, so a couple names, and they're both related to each other. Martin Keimer and Lee Westwood. Now, here's the thing. Uh, they both played this Andalucía uh, Masters a couple weeks ago. It would, it would be two weeks ago, starting Thursday, on the European Tour. And Martin Keimer got third or second, I think. And Lee Westwood got tenth. And the winning score was plus one. So they were, they were facing a difficult tournament situation you know a higher scoring event rather than a lower scoring I think that I looked it up and the cut was eight over which yeah. could possibly be close to what we see here this week at the U.S. Open sure. so I really like the fact that these guys have been out in like a grinding course um, and you're not going to get any stats on that on Fantasy National and some of the other databases that people you know uh, use for stats they're going to see shitty stats like Lee Westwood doesn't show up in since 2019 in fantasy national. And I think Keimer has played once or twice and he's,
0: but kind people know Keimer almost won on the Euro tour. People were watching that the other week, He like took two okay, weeks yeah. in a row.
1: Sure, sure, sure. But maybe, I mean, a lot of people don't watch. All they know is that he missed. No, you're the right.
0: No, no, and that's what happens is that you think that everyone watches because you saw it, but no, the masses that are clicking names and kings, they're not clicking a lot. Uh, whatever his name is.
1: Right. Yeah. Keimer mm-hmm. and what, and, and then and think about, and then the other thing, Westwood, I mean, I this guy it. shows up at majors. Right when you, I mean, like you've forgotten about him. Basically, this right. is the moment when he's he's forgotten. He's seven thousand bucks, uh, yeah. right? You know, so I don't know. Those, those are those. You know, Danny Willett. Yeah, I, I'm not going to click Danny Willett, but I'll click Lee Westwood, and I'm going to click Martin Keimer at under five percent each.
0: If not, okay. if not, maybe wow. Ka- camera might be more than that, but not more, not double digits. So yeah, do whatever you want. I like. $7,000 Cam Smith to show up. And other people do. Oh. So, he, so he's not being, like, clicked a ton, but he's not being ignored because they've seen a couple of good performances from him. And, dude, he's a winner. He won. We, we, so we saw him at the President's Cup. He was basically, like, the mini JT. He took on, like, the hardest matches, and he was good and, like, grinded. And then, he, and then he was in the mode, and he was grinding, and he was in the modes right after the President's Cup. What did he do? He won the Sony in January. So what, then what happened? Well, he's like 24 and got a million bucks, went on PGA Tour. He's set for three years, so he chilled. Sorry, I'm not sorry, and then he was bad for a while. <laughs> That's what happens to these guys, and then actually seeing him more recently, he looks like he's pulling a little bit of a Bryson and getting a little bit beefier. Uh, to me, doesn't look as baby faddish, so he's putting that million <laughs> dollars to use, and maybe he's got a gym membership, so I'm in for $7,000 Cameron Smith. And he loves POA. Exactly. He loves big events. He loves stages and doing things. He's one of those. And I've liked him for a long time, you know, so I'm in. Yeah,
1: I mean, he's playing a lot better. I mean, yeah, he was disastrous for months after his win, and now he's, you know, showed some performances that, yeah, that's why he's – the price he is,
0: and let's see what we can get from him. That's – I like that. Are we going to get out of the range without – saying if we're playing Jordan Spieth or not? Well, let's talk about that for a second.
1: You you seem to have a uh, an affinity for, for Jordan
0: Spieth still. I only lost four shares last week. I got a little bit of shit for saying I was considering going all-in, but only <laughs> four of 21. But at the same time, what? He's bad. This is going to get worse at this place because he's going to be spraying it into the worst rough of all time. Oh, but- boy. Yeah. In a way, he's kind of been preparing for this by spraying it into the rough every time for the last few months. <laughs> so it might not be any different. And he actually hits the fairway. It's going to be amazing. And we know he likes fast, undulated greens. So maybe that'll help. He does yeah. well at majors, like randomly. Where last year, I think he came into the PGA. He was awful, god awful. And he was like in contention the whole weekend. Almost one, and so that could be like this. Yes. I mean, seventy five hundred. You can take a couple shares. It's not even a big deal. It's a flyer on Jordan Spieth. Finally, low owned seventy five hundred. Finally, finally. But then we say that every time, and then he's like fifteen percent owned. So be wary of his ownership projection, and then what the reality will be. What about Sungjae seventy five? I'd rather use Sungjae than Spieth, probably.
1: Yeah, I mean, we've been following him. He shows you know little signs of life i mean they don't end up like on 11th at the tour championship gaining strokes on approach you know the, you know we we follow this stuff round by round and so we'll see think, oh my gosh something's happening but the four rounds don't seem to come together That's with Sungjae. um true but man he's going to he's i if I'm, if we put him and Spieth next to each other who's going to find it first from what they had been i don't know m
0: seems like the better
1: bet for sure i agree with you
0: um, and then I'm liking Horschel. I I kind of do, and I, you know, it's a little Homer pick, but a little yeah. brand play. But he's always a grinder. He's a sneaky grinder, and it's like a par fest. So I think he might get into that. And he won't he won't get mentally screwed like Neiman would, or even Bubba, who's mentally fragile, or Poulter. I don't know. Like these guys, like, like what about Stenson? People, he's 7200. I mean, he's kind of popular, which. I had him originally like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna use him if no one wants him, but then now people want him and I'm like, Well go for it.
1: Yeah. I I saw Stenson down there at seventy two hundred and thought the same thing. He's like, what what do we we don't know anything about what the hell's going on with this guy's game. I mean
0: Yeah, he just he, wears those sunglasses that are like weird.
1: Right, right, exactly. He just looks
0: that's who he no, is. He's like a robot, right? man.
1: Right. Yeah, you assume he's but man, this guy—I mean, he's—it uh, wasn't that long ago that he won the Open, you know, against—I mm-hmm. guess that was—that was a long time
0: ago. And then Kucher, this is the Kucher time. Historically good, low owned, low priced Kucher, seventy-two hundred, bro. Click him into the player pool, right? Grinder.
1: Yeah, Kucher. I don't know. I—I I, I thought that. I've thought that for a while seeing his <laughs> price as low as he is and hasn't been working out too well,
0: but you know, it, this is going to be a weird week. Lo- no, and I tr- but I trust Kucher more than Stenson or Leishman or Snedeker. Sure. Sure. Right. Yeah. I've at least seen Kucher not be terrible, like literal God awful or not at all seen him and not at all. So at least I you know whatever. Phil, Last name, or Phil and Bubba, I mean, lefties, you're a lefty guy, you're a lefty. Yeah, I mean, I'm a
1: lefty, I, I like you Phil lefty. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He made right, the well, last week, that's good. Doesn't he, isn't the US Open, wasn't this a big thing last year that he had to skip the US Open because his uh, daughter had to right. graduate high school, or is that two years ago?
0: That was the longest time ago. One US Open ago, I think he hit the ball, it was, it was moving.
1: Again. Oh, yeah, it was in 2019. Trouble. 2018 was when he skipped it. You're right. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. That was awesome. <laughs> that, that
0: was funny. So
1: it is like a didn't.
0: long time ago, which is funny yeah. because it is a long time ago. This is supposed to be played in June. Should we go to the 6K range? Because this is where you're going to shine, Mr. I'm going to use DJ, so I know all about the 6K range. quick. <laughs> All right, so it starts with EVR, and I like EVR, I always do. And then Chess, Chalk Chess, 69. And then Mackenzie Hughes, the world's best putter. Keegan, the world's worst putter. Tom Lewis, Corey Connors, <laughs> Coke Crack, da da da, da not on, both 68. Uh, there's Tommy Peters. There's Brendan Grace, just added to the field. Tobson won the 3MR event. And then uh, Streelman. I mean, how is Stroman below Thompson or Waring or these people? Like, some of the pricing is odd. So then Stroman's gaining popularity because his price is often bad for how good he it really is. Uh, you got your guy uh, Glover down here. Oh, uh, Lanto Griffin. That's a mispriced $6,500. I'm going to use him for sure. Our guy – oh, uh, I had an interview yesterday on the Preferred Lines podcast. It's a nice podcast about golf betting that you can like, – find on youtube and itunes i had jason sobel a real person he told me about thomas d tree -tree, detry so if you're gonna go with like an expert told me hey someone told me to my face to pick him but what are your names tell me all about your fun your fun research you did
1: okay well i'll i'll start with and maybe if people are doing their own research to them, it'll come across this as well. But there's some corn fairy tour guys that got uh, invites hmm. and, you know, cause it was pretty, it's messed up. They don't have the like qualifying thing this year because of COVID. So we're missing, I, I don't know, a couple dozen names that we wouldn't want to get but. Well, it's um, the lowest
0: number of players in the U S open in forever too. I mean, there's 145 or something and they typically have the 156 almost every year.
1: Right, so at six seven, and I and his name had piqued my interest before I even looked into it was at Will Zalatoris. Okay, okay. On the Corn Ferry Tour He hasn't missed a cut on the Corn Ferry Tour. Fourteen top twenty fives and sixteen events. Okay, um, and ten of those being top ten finishes. So this dude is playing really good golf. Now, of course, he's coming in to a very different situation, but at six seven. If he makes the cut, this is what I'm talking about. I think that a six of six lineup that wins this week is going to have names uh, that aren't, it's not going to be all top 10. I think there's going to be. Taurus top- is a
0: terrible pick. I can't, he has no information on him. Like, what? what? Why would you pick him? Just because of the corn fairy?
1: Well, yeah. He's playing really really good golf on the corn fairy tour i i know it's i'm saying i know it's a different situation but look around him and and tell me why he is 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 uh not worthy well,
0: tyler duncan one in the fall swing is good same with uh sebastian muñoz they're at 65 and 66
1: well i like uh, I at
0: least have seen lanto griffin i would take lanto over him at least someone like an expert toby dietrich's name Sung Kang can find it and get hot. You got Homa and Damon are down here. You got major winner, Jimmy Walker. You got Chesson Hadley showed up last year's US Open and he's a good player. I mean, what do you want me to do? You name these names. I'm naming names that I have I've actually seen them swing.
1: Well, okay, you can have seen them swing, but they're also clowns on a, <laughs> on a fairly regular uh clip. Well, at least
0: you don't know that Zalatoris is a clown. You just at least hope that he's not.
1: He's he's a corn fairy tour, and then the other corn fairy tour guy that I'm interested in is just below him at 6600, Brandon Wu. He just won the uh, corn fairy tour championship. Okay, he grew up five minutes away from this course. You, Tom
0: Lewis, him. won the corn fairy championship the year before, just for reference.
1: Yeah, and Tom's a decent player. Yeah. So you just so prove my argument. Brandon Wu at six six. Um, he and – I mean, yeah, I don't know. I like the fact that you can say that there's a, you know, location narrative. And What's he played the U.S. Open last year, and he got 35th. Okay, so he's not n- new to the, to the U.S. Open. And here he is for his second U.S. Open. He was an amateur last year for that. Um,
0: okay. Whatever. Brandon
1: Wu at that 6600 6, bucks.
0: Let me ask you about $6,800 Jason Kokrak – any interest in him? Because hee-haw, he's coming in a little chalky. Are you the donkey for Coke Rack?
1: I don't see why people are. Or is it because he hits his driver well or something? Is that the exactly. narrative yep. bullshit? I, no, I, I'm finding I, I'm I'm at least smart enough to know and fade chalk in the six k range. You can who nope. can at least acknowledge that I
0: eat chalk everywhere else. But no, you are, you are a good chalk finder in the six k range. Like you'll be you, well. You don't even try to find it. You just do it and then you play it anyway. Like Ches in the last major where you said he's gonna be in the winning lineup, and he almost was. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> which I was okay. shocked
0: by it. I talk shit about, it, but whatever. Sixty nine hundred dollars. Ches is also chalk here. He's like double the percentage of the next next highest owned guy, which is Coke Rack. And then Corey Connors is also popular at sixty-nine hundred dollars because he finds the fairway and maybe finds the green and will three putt from there versus and get a bogey from that way versus what else We'll just two putt and have a rough Yeah,
1: I got something for you to make fun of me for. So, uh, Victor Perez and, uh, our, our, our guy Bez are at six, 6,500 bucks. Now if you look at their official world golf ranking compared to the people around them, what
0: you're going to do, that? are- and, they- and that's the reason.
1: I was. Setting, I'm teeing you up here, buddy. Okay, I'm well,
0: don't here. you look at the UO, the world golf ranking? That's the biggest scam of all scams. Like we know that the Asian tour gets just like extra help because they're the Asian tour and all this other stuff that doesn't. Make I'm
1: still bad. taking those two guys at six five.
0: Uh, victory. Well, I thought you were going to do something yeah. like a Chez, Bez and Muñez and Perez. <laughs> 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 I thought you were going with that because <laughs> that's better reason than.
1: I mean, I'll do, I'll, 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 yeah, I'll burn one dollar on on a bunch of these six K names that have rhyming names, and then see see myself in first place for like ten minutes, you know, because they all teed off right off the bat. And then no, I can,
0: it'll be such good content when you win a million. Well, no, we're not playing for a million.
1: <laughs> no, we're not playing for
0: a million Because I don't have a hundred dollars for one line. Are you kidding me? Anyway. Hey,
1: Justin Harding, your guy. You have liked. him. I he's have at, liked him, but why at, did I like him? Well, here's the thing. He's at 6,300 bucks. $6, He's made five of six cuts since the restart on the Euro, t- Euro Tour. He's got two top threes, and the last one was at the Andalisa Masters. He where he was,
0: yeah. Where Plus was four, 30%. got him a top three. Damn.
1: Yes. So it was another grinding course. I like I do I, I like don't know. Harding. I,
0: I like that. That is so, a low price for Harding.
1: It really is. So huh. six, three there were a couple other corn fairy tier guys that I'm not going to bother with anymore that I looked at, but yeah, those are basically all my names in the six k range. I mean, what about Hubbard six, seven yeah. guy had missed, I hadn't missed a cut until last week at the Safeway. Maybe he just did that on purpose because he wanted to prepare for, you know, the fact that he gets to play in the U.S. Open for the first time in a while. I don't know. I,
0: I do feel like he would do that and is smart enough to do that. Like, I feel like that's the type of guy he is, just the way that he looks and his, the vibe I get from him. But the problem is, is, like, I feel like he needed to do that because he's got a birdie-fest game versus the park. Yes,
1: you know, that concerns me too. But he did make the, you know, he made the cut at the PGA, a major. So he handled the major situation. No, I know, and
0: he's played well with the Masters before. Who are we
1: talking about? Uh, No, no, no. We're talking about Hubbard now. But,
0: yeah. Hubbard, yeah. They're all the H names. You can do a bunch of H names. That's a thing you could build. How are you going to build this week, Eric, normally? Have you made your lineups yet? You said you were going to make them before you got drunk I've made some lineups.
1: I've made some lineups. God damn it. Well, you got to make
0: them before you get too tired and then just don't care and then have bad builds.
1: Yes, I do. I need to change that. I need to start changing that. But well, so you made fun of this fun of me for fucking saying that I'm gonna do top end and then low end and then a couple middles. That's what I'm gonna do. But then you're now you're arguing that I should do what you're saying to do, which is go more No no
0: no. Great. Don't don't you no, know, I would do one below six K. That's it in, in your line. Like let it be that let it be the one. Don't be like I'm gonna go two six Ks and a low seven K and I'm gonna pepper the upper K. Like that's bad. Like the one guy, let him sink or float your ship. Sure, that makes sense. But if you go two, then you're like doubling your risk, which is a necess- It's unnecessary, and actually, it's unnecessary to leave a bunch of money off the table too. They price them this yeah. way for a reason, and they price really well this week. So I give kudos to DraftKings for the way that they're priced. Honestly, like
1: it's don't not leave. Hot.
0: It's don't not leave soft, 3, 4, 600. Like, no one's going to have the same lineup as you because, A, there's a ton of people with opinions and golf is variant and blah, blah, blah. And Sweet Spot DFS, Eric Darbo and I, who made that spreadsheet, we have looked and tracked and followed, and you have too. People spend all 50K, are unique, and win the GPP on a regular basis. Yes. So don't be that cute and leave $1,000 off the table. You're just an idiot for doing that. really uh let's see like i said i'm going to use more players in my player pool than i normally do because uh you know i'm a little scared of this week and i'm not that smart so i have to go with like less shares on more people than more shares on less people that's how i'm gonna play i'm gonna do that sorry if you're frustrated with that and you think that's lame and pussy and you only play one lineup because that's like I'm single bullet guy. Well, good for you. I play for fun. And it's more fun to spread my exposure out. I'm sorry for all the losers that hate that I do that and that play only six roulette numbers. (laughs) Have you seen the people that are playing roulette? They're spreading it all over and they're just like, let's go. Hey, we won. We're back in. That's what I do. Spread it. I do it with bets too. Do it with my golf bets. Just spread them on a bunch of people. And then I see if I live just play another week because I play for fun. I suggest you do the same. And if you have a problem and you're playing for more money and less fun, call (laughs) 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. So right now I currently have 32 players in my player pool. I might whittle that down a tiny bit. Don't. We'll see.
1: 30.
0: Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I need these names. Who are your most favorite names and your values, Eric? We do this at the end of the pod each week. We give three names, and they can be, for whatever reason, you find them valuable for.
1: Well, I'll just get started right at the top with Webb Simpson. He's going to be popular in the 9K range, but we've already said that that doesn't matter if they're popular. The guy's won a U.S. Open. He's won in conditions that were difficult. He's coming in with fantastic form he's at 9700 so if i do you know the other half of my lineups so when i'm not starting dj and doing you know the stars and reaching web might be a guy to start with and i don't click anybody else above him and i, I might know. do 30 40 percent web
0: well then do web as your balanced guy i mean you could do maybe one yeah DJ that's Webb. that's what i mean that, yeah
1: that's what i mean I, he could be my balanced start guy you know we, we don't know what's going to happen unfolding here so And then, you know, I've I've got two other names. I don't go – I'm not going to go below the 7K range. Just the names that I like the most. Tyrrell Hatton at 8,100. Again, popular, but playing too good. I think this is a – I I told you this earlier. I think the Euros are going to show up. They do at these difficult situations. No, no, no. We talked. Not the Euro-Euros. Oh, wait. Well, the PGA Euros. Okay, the guys that grew up in, you know.
0: The top 30 in the world. They're not Euros. Right, right. Nobody plays on a Euro tour permanently. That's good at golf. Right, right. So, and yeah, I, I agree. And yeah. then Hatton is, like, a great guy. Like, it reminds me of um, a little bit of, like, the Fleetwood, like, a little guy that's, like, got that moxie that could show up and no one would be surprised. It kind of is that Gary Woodland type that he, like, oh, he won a major. Of course he did. Right. Kind of like Lowry, even.
1: Right. And then, I mean, I'm saying Euro, but – you got me going. I, I was already liking the price, anyways, of Paul Casey at 7,900.
0: And dude, yeah, he's my top that's, value, actually. Yeah. There you go. So I'll let you. Um, Actually, he's ridiculously low priced, Eric, and he's 50 to 1 in the betting market. I've got a bet on him, a big bet to win 500 bucks, and I like it. He's made a career, Paul Casey, on total driving. It is hashtag total driving reach week. Cross. Nineteen nineteen, Charlie R on Twitter, hashtag total driving week. We like that, and that's him, Paul Casey. I didn't do it at the PGA because I thought his putter would ruin him, and I thought blah, 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 and I thought blah, 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 but I knew total driving, Paul Casey. And look, Eric, he's 42 years old. This is time to shine and get his major. He knows. Jeez. He wants to add to his Wikipedia page. Dude, I read an article. <laughs> I sent it to you. It was like, let's uh, let's have a realistic look at my life and everything, and he has that, like... He's had a little bit of an epiphany, and like I think he's he's trying to be less smiley in second pa- place, and he just did that to Morikawa, and I think that truly did light a little more of a fire under him, and I I, I think he's going to show up. I don't think he's going to mail it in. He's only seventy nine hundred, so that's a beautiful thing. So, I'm into it. Yeah, seventy seven hundred dollars, Matthew Wolf, dude, my biggest bet of the week is on Matt Wolf at 66 to one. I bet enough that I almost win a thousand dollars if he went. So, wow. Uh, I like that and I liked it and I bet it because dude, typically good grinding it out and just being competitive and caring about, again, a little bit of the Wikipedia page. He's only been to a couple majors so far and he wants to perform at all of them and have that resume. So, I like it. I like it, him to make the cut. I like it. To be good enough, to, obviously, and I love him to win. It would be great. He has the game to win. He's improved a lot over the last 6, 10, 12 months since he started on the tour, since he's already had a win at 3M last summer. He's improved since then. He's gotten better at his around the green game. We've seen his putter. He's been draining 50-footers in contention. So, dude, I'm not afraid of taking a Matt Wolf. 66 to one, $7,700, a ton of my shares. And then my last <laughs> value, Eric, is not even really a value because he's 10700 It's Justin Thomas. And I rarely use a chalk 10K guy, but I, it's just true. He's he's value because he's going to win. JP <laughs> is going to win this tournament. He's so fucking good. He loves the course. He said it today. He loves a test. And he wants to impress Tiger. He's playing with Tiger the first two days. I'm not sure if they repair after the first day. But he's playing with him at least Thursday. I saw that. And he loves to just get up for being in front of Tiger. He's got his caddy back on the bag. He's feeling comfortable. He's feeling confident. But he's also feeling a little motivated because he's a little he didn't get the player of the year he didn't get the tour championship he wasn't there at the pga last year he missed the cut at the u.s open and like i think he's he's got it he's feeling it and it's like 10-7 dude that's a great value that's a little bit of a discount off of ram and jt or dj so take jt 10-7 let's go sign me up
1: boom so
0: there you go hopefully that was enough because that was a long one
1: it was a long one a lot of names Big tournament. (laughs)
0: All right, let's do the music and get out of here. Thanks for watching. Like and subscribe. So, uh, see you next week. I don't even know what it is. Is Bye bye. Oh, it's uh, Bermuda or something? Or Putacana? One of those? Is it Putacana?
1: Nice.
0: (laughs) See you then. Hey, wait a second. Subscribe. If you're watching this and you haven't subscribed, please do. We're like two people away from a thousand, and then we can start monetizing and figure out what that means. I don't even know if we will monetize because it'll be pennies <laughs> for views. But at the same time, please subscribe. We do this for free. We do this for fun. Thank you again. Goodbye.
1: Goodbye.